Nine? Nine. Yeah, nine. Nine. It actually does work, because this is, this is the ninth episode, by the way. Nine? 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. And welcome to the After Live Podcast, the unofficial Collider Live After Show, episode number 9. So close to number 10. Uh, we are a little light tonight. Sean is not with us, but I do have Wade. Yo. Hey, dude. When you were doing a little intro there, uh, work on that uh, work on that Sidious, man. I could hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dip in and out of various voices, and yeah, maybe I should do that. I'll try to work on that. Uh, so today's episode is going to focus on, uh, of course, this week's Collider Live. Um, this is uh, from Monday, April 1st, all the way to the 5th of April. So, Monday show. Going right into it. Not, not just going right into it, folks. Uh, Monday's episode... Uh, I swear, like, we have Brett, Roxy, Mark, and Christian on the show, and he, this fucking week, and in, ever since then, he's still teasing, like, oh, what have I watched today? Oh, it's not the fucking thing! <laughs> I I hate bringing it up all the time, but it's, it's so fucking annoying, Christian, just fucking watch the thing. I, I, I'm with you, man, when, when I was taking, in fact, I didn't even put that in my notes, I skipped it this week i was like dude i'm not even putting the thing in my notes <laughs> but i changed my stance like before i was saying that i think that i thought christian has already watched it you know and and he's just keeping it going as a gag you know like an extra gag because the bit the bit everyone is aware of is that he's never seen it and that he's teasing that he won't i think the bit is that or i thought the bit was that he he did in fact watch it and was just messing with everyone, but I've changed my mind, dude. I now think, I think Christian watched that shit when he was a kid, dude. I think he watched that 20, 30 fucking years ago, dude. There's just, the more I think about it, there's no way in hell he's honestly never seen that movie, dude. There's just no way, man. It's the thing. Someday I will be proven right. <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a segment now for each week because they do say what they watch on the show. So like, Roxy yeah. watches The Walking Dead, and yeah, people are not watching The Walking Dead because yeah, that dip kind of down uh, for some straight. I haven't watched the, the Walking Dead, so I have no clue when it dipped. And apparently, Roxy's like, oh, it picks up again. Everyone should be fucking watching it, but nobody wants to talk about it with me because they're not watching it. That's because it sucks. I mean, when she said that, I was like, Roxy, you're nuts, girl. 
I've watched, I've seen every fucking episode, dude. I still watch, I mean, Monday morning, I wake up on Monday mornings, I go to my streaming site, and I watch The Walking Dead from the night before. And I complain about it out loud. I'm by myself. I'm a single guy, no kids, no old lady, nothing, dude. I live by myself. I sit here on Monday mornings, I bitch about this shit out loud to myself. It's fucking TV, man. Like, that's stupid. What the hell are you doing? Die! die kill her! Kill her! Kill her! And it just, none of it ever happens, dude. I'm a bloodthirsty guy. But that's just how I sit here, and I'm like, dude, I get into it. But I've seen every episode, man. And it fell off, like, uh, season three is when it started to get kind of bad, dude. And it's progressively gotten worse. They just, they drag everything out. There's flashbacks, then there's flash forwards, then this season, from last season to this season, they skipped ahead six years, and it's just, I don't know, dude, I don't get it, dude, I don't understand, but I stick with it because that's how I roll, man, I just, I, I want to see what happens with this show, but yeah, Roxy's saying that this is the best season and it's making a comeback, she is on some hard fucking weed, dude, that I wouldn't mind getting a hold of myself, dude. I was just going to say, like, hey, Roxy, if you listen to this, you have a new partner to talk Walking Dead with. Dude, yeah, and I, I could I could talk about it for a while, but not as long as Game of Thrones, but I could talk about it for a while, but it just, it, dude, it started off so promising. That first season especially was awesome. And uh, then the second season, you know, you're like, dude, this is looking good. And then it just, I don't know what happened. But I also don't follow the comics either. So people who do follow the comics, maybe they enjoy it more than I do. But I just, I don't know, man. It's confusing anymore. And it just, I don't know. They introduce shit that they never really come back around to much. I don't, I don't know. But Roxy's nuts, dude. She needs to... Uh, she needs to maybe uh, smoke a few less carts. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, Christian watched the live-action Beauty of the Beast again, and uh, the new Netflix film, The Highwaymen. Uh, have I, you seen that? I have not seen it, goddammit. I've heard good things about it. I've seen half of it, man. I went to my buddy's house, and they were watching it. They were probably, they were probably halfway through it, and I sat there and... I watched the second half and it was badass what I saw. I'm looking forward to watching the whole thing, but huh. yeah, I mean, it, it looked pretty good, man. Yeah, they talked about that with the Bonnie Clyde thing, and, uh, and it eventually led up to a conversation. I think Roxy was asking about um, Christian and how he had worked with Joel Silver, which was an interesting kind of story about how uh, his early life and getting into work and shit like that it was kind of cool. And then uh, another bit, which I was surprised, like, we've been doing this for three episodes now. We still haven't mentioned the Rocky Five bit. They have yeah, not, that's true. They have, they have not done it in a while, but here's I think this is a new one, I think, if they keep up with it, like the splash ending. I thought, I was, like, listening to it. I was like, is this going to be a new... Because cuts, Cody cuts to Roxy when they're talking about the splash ending. Yeah. And she's like, just such deadpan, like, resting bitch face like oh are you kidding guys you're talking about this right now oh yeah dude she just you can just see you can see the balloon deflate inside of her dude she like her her shoulders slouch down 
and she kind of turns to her right, and she just kind of looks down at the table. And it's just like, you can just see it, dude. You can see her shutting down. Like, and, and I would love to be able to hear what she's thinking in those moments. Exactly. I want to hear like an inner monologue as, yes. as it goes on. That'd be, be great. Dude, it'd be great if she would start whispering her inner monologue into the mic <laughs> while they're doing their bit. <laughs> that is great. I would. That'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, this, of course, it's not April Fool's episode, but the, the thing was, um, besides the Splash ending, it was Spl Splash 2. It was like, wait, I never heard of Splash 2. That's a TV movie, isn't it? And they try to watch the, like, it was I I know the video was like a fan made trailer for it as on Daily Motion. Daily Motion is like the fucking worst to watch because you try to watch it and it'll stop like in the middle of it. Uh, but uh, Splash Two, I've never seen Splash or Splash Two, so I have me no. Me neither, man. Me neither. And there's just there's just some movies that I refuse to watch just based on. I don't know. It could be, for example, Splash. To me, it always looked stupid. I've never seen it. It could be a wonderful movie, but it, it looks stupid, so I have no interest in watching it. And I'm the same way with food. If it looks bad, I ain't even going to try it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand that concept. I mean, I, I try to watch as many movies as I can. I mean, so... And, I mean, Splash is on my list somehow because it's got Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, and freaking like, Ron Howard directing it. So... I don't know. Yeah, Ron Howard's good, man. And, and I mean, of course Tom Hanks is. I, I don't need to say that, but uh, really don't need to say it about Howard either. But I do like Ron Howard movies, man. He he puts out a lot of good shit. So that's the thing. But the, I was leading up to the point of finally Christian Harloff and the Movie Tree Schmodown Twitter accounts are verified. <laughs> Um, and uh, somebody must have talked to that ex-girlfriend of his and got her to calm down. <laughs> Something like that. But, God, you should check out the Twitter now because he's, like, automatically, like, atting all these directors and actors, like, to come on the showdown. It was, like, the first one I saw was a Seth Rogen. It's like, hey, hey, Seth Rogen, you should check this out. And then I, then I saw another tweet, and it was like, hey, Edgar Wright, you know, your knowledge would be so good at this. It was just like, okay, you need to slow down, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to check that out, man. I've not looked, but yeah, that sounds, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I was trying to think real quick of a comparable example of just, you know, somebody like, I don't know, like a little kid the first time they try ice cream and then they just want to eat the whole fucking tub at once. Exactly! It's like, holy shit, this is the greatest thing ever! And then their fucking mouth starts to get sore and their brain starts to freeze and hurt and they've got this look like, holy shit, I went too fast, but it's all so damn good that you just gotta keep eating it, dude. And that's how Christian, I mean, I haven't looked, but it sounds like that's how he's doing with his Twitter, which slowdown now. Oh, yeah. It isn't exactly like that. It's just like he's going nuts with it because a verified account on Twitter just verifies who you are and what you're doing, and you're like, mm -hmm. it's all official. And, like, now Christian has that ability to, like, see, hey, guys, look at my stuff. It's all good. You can come on and do some stuff with us. <laughs> I wonder if I can get verified. I've got, like, I don't know, eight followers. I wonder if I can get verified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Good luck with that. 
and I'll have to hit up a Christian and be like, hey, man, my ex-girlfriend that works at Twitter likes me. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Okay, yeah, there was, it was kind of interesting because the news uh, for most of this week, at least, uh, the, for Monday show and I think a, a couple other shows, I believe, it comes from WonderCon, which was last weekend. And uh, one of the big news that came out from WonderCon was Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky in the upcoming Child's Play film. Think about that, dude. People, like, people saw that trailer for the the, the, the remake of Child's Play and was like, eh! Okay, it's got some promise at first, and it's like I don't know. I mean, it, it, the the new that film has a lot of history behind it because um, the original creator and I believe the original voice of Chuck. I can't remember the name at the moment, but uh, they they're not a, attached to it because uh, it's it's just something separate from the Child's Play franchise altogether. So it's against they're kind of against it too because they're they're working on a TV series for Chucky and it was like oh shit remake okay fuck you guys we're gonna do our own thing but now with Mark Hamill doing the voice of Chucky it's gonna be interesting because people are so excited about it. it's like oh my god Mark Hamill's fucking voice in this holy shit oh dude I'm I'm pretty stoked man I I like my favorite voice work of him was Joker dude oh it's yeah. Just, so fucking raw and dirty, dude. It was awesome. And see, and this leads into, like, the next point of discussion from that show was uh, getting excited for a film or show because of that particular actor or actress. Because, yeah, Mark Hamill is going to be the high point for the interest of this movie. I mean, do you ever, like, look through something to watch and you'd be like, ooh, this so-and-so is on there. I'm going to watch it. Um, not so much anymore. I used in the 90s, dude, yeah, absolutely. That was, and they even mentioned that on the show, that in the 90s, that was the golden era for, like, you know, I'm going to watch a Johnny Depp movie. I'm going to watch, uh, you know, whoever. Um, I'm not so much like that with actors anymore, but directors for sure. Like, well, I was telling you and Sean earlier today that, the only the only movies and, and uh, Josh also the only movies that I go see in the theater are uh, Tarantino, Kevin Smith, and Star Wars. Those are the only ones that I will that I'll pay to go see, no matter what. And then, other than that, like it's got to be something exceptional. Like Endgame, I'm going to see that in the theater. Um, you know, Joker, I'm going to see that in the theater. And it, it for me, it's price. I just I can't. I can't afford $12 to go to see a movie in the closest theaters 30 minutes away. So I just wait and stream stuff online ma mainly, but yeah, man. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, that's that was the other thing, too, about, like, I think later on in this, I don't remember what episode, but they did talk about, like, theater prices. And I think it was when Endgame was uh, selling tickets, I think you're talking about ticket prices. I was like, yeah, I can understand that because, yeah, it used to be so cheap back in the day, but now with the, you know, you get the ticket price and then the concessions cost money, and then it's like, fuck me, I'm not going to the theater no more. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I've, you know, I've done a little research here without any movie pass type stuff. I mean, I know not movie pass specifically, but those type of clubs. Right. Without that, um, I can, the cheapest ticket I can get or is the first showing on Tuesday mornings because you get the early bird special and the Tuesday half off uh, ticket price. And you can get a ticket for like 575 or something. 
I mean, I can't, I can't make it to a movie theater at ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's uh, those matinees are just are decent enough to go, but it's like they're like in the morning and the afternoon. It's like, come on, I don't have time for that. I mean, that's why it's at night. It's so much easier to do it at night, and sometimes people can't do it at night either. It's like, fuck. Yeah. But uh, no, I think I think at my theater here, I think on Tuesdays they do like especially do like six dollars for a ticket for to go go see a movie. So I mean, it's not that bad, but it's just like. Who has time to go to the theater? I mean, there's so much going on in life as it is. And of course, I don't understand these people who are, like, buying tickets. Like, I'm not the type of person that buys a ticket, like, you know, just like how they do it online. You know, find a seat, boom, do it. I just go to the theater, pick a t- grab a ticket, and just go. Because I think my theater here does not do that selective seating mm. thing. So it's like you yeah. just you just buy your ticket and you just sit wherever the fuck you want. So, oh, my, mine does, man. They got the luxury seating, and you can pick your seat. And yeah, dude, fan, fan, uh, was it Fandango? Is that what it's called? It sounds familiar. Yeah, I think that now could... I feel stupid. Yeah, Fandang, <laughs> fucking whatever that shit is. Uh, it, it's my best friend, though, dude. That app rocks. Yes, Fandango. Um, when, when I do go to the movies, dude, I use that, and I'm a seat snob. And I have to be kind of in the middle of the of the aisle and in the middle of the of the length of the theater, dude, or else I'll pick a different going. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Of course, they jump into talking about the box office, which I don't like. It depends on the movie to care about how high it's going, depending on what people see. Like we were just talking about like, Endgame because it's going to be the, like the biggest movie of the fucking year and i'm just hoping i'm just like for me i'm like betting a a racehorse i'm hoping for endgame to win and just beat avatar at the box office like getting that major like highest grossing movie of all time kind of deal because it's been like 10 years since avatar and god damn it you need something to out trump james cameron for fuck's sake i don't know what he's thinking with this avatar thing man i mean it's either it either it has to be so unbelievably amazing or it just I don't know what the only what the other option is dude I mean it just is so unreal to me but yeah I I, I don't know man I think in game I don't know man this is a hard one to say it really is this is a hard debate on this one because it just is hard, dude, because who knows what people are going to do when Avatar comes out, man. It, it just might be opening the floodgates, you know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, so, But then, of course, the April Fool's Day episode was not April Fool's, but the people still got fooled by the April Fool's movie news. So it was like, I think Josh McGoo got fooled by, like, Zach Afron character as Wolverine in a new reboot. And I was like, really, Josh? Really, Makuya? You should realize that April 1st is, like, the worst day to look up news because you need to find out uh, who's faking. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Like, yeah. like, like, Sean. Sean. Like, right away, like, when it, when it went midnight on April 1st, like, Sean got fooled because there was a London Twitter account, like, one of the film publications that he follows, and he, they tweeted about, like, first look at Chris, new Christopher Nolan movie and he got fooled so fucking quick. He was like, I oh, hate I, I hate this fucking shit. He says, this is just like, oh man, dude. 
And like I said, in the UK, it's like freaking like at six o'clock here in Central Time, it's like midnight over there. So it's just like yeah. once it like once it was like ten minutes into it, they're like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna tweet this out for you people." <laughs> Couldn't fucking wait. Um, so this uh, was brought up about John Oliver and WWE, and this does come back on Friday because they did discuss that a little bit more as a recap um, and more discussion about it. I I don't care about wrestling. I I don't mind the talk of it, but I just like it's like okay. Maybe I didn't know I didn't watch the John Oliver video. I don't know what's I kind of like. I don't know what's going on, but I kind of like don't care in a way. I mean, I understand. Like I, I mean, like I I understood that it's like all about like the benefits of the wrestlers and independent contracts, and it was like all behind the scenes kind of stuff. But it was just like okay, okay, okay. I'm done. Okay, move on. I guess I don't know. I'm not really interested in wrestling either. I mean, when I was a little kid, it was WWF, yeah, but, I mean, I was a little kid, but I don't have anything against it. I'm just not into it, but as far as this discussion that they had goes, and then I really only have something to say about what went on today, and I'm going to say first that I love Makuga, but he can be a real fucking dick sometimes when it comes to things he doesn't like or agree with, dude just he goes he goes all in just I, I can't even explain it dude I'm kind of starting to get mad just thinking about it right now is he just he just I don't know man he just like it, it, it's it's like everything that he thinks is right and if you don't agree with him then he will take offense to it and it just it's like dude calm down Makuga calm down and and he won't listen to what other people with insight have to say about it you know they get the phone call i can't remember the dude's name damn it um but they got the phone call today on friday's show uh and, and the guy was giving excellent insight and mccook is just sitting there like like you can see on his facial expression that he's thinking no you're wrong you're wrong you don't know what you're talking about you're wrong and it's like, dude, no offense, Makuga. This dude works with Booker T, buddy with buddies with Booker T. He works in the industry, or at least has a great dealing with it. I think I'm gonna put a little bit more stock behind what this guy has to say over you. Yeah, and that's really all I have to say about that. It just, just I don't know. Makuga rubbed me raw today. I like you, Makuga, but damn it, dude, simmer down. Yeah, I noticed that. It's like. It was like throughout this whole week, basically, because then he started to talk about his hatred for musicals and movie musicals, and it was like, oh, Jesus Christ, Makuga, shut the fuck up. I mean... Yeah. Well, it's, he doesn't only express his dislike for things. He tells you why no one should like it and why, if people do like it, they're wrong. And it's like, dude, no, it's your opinion that musicals are shit. It's your opinion that wrestling are full of garbage people. But he speaks to them as if they're facts. And that's the kind of shit that really pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah. If he, that, that 
kind of mentality is kind of like stupid. It's like, really, dude, you're gonna be like that sometimes. Like I, like I said, I do love Bakugan as well, but that, like, if I was like friends with him, I would not tolerate that shit. I would be like, Bakugan, you got to fucking stop. Yeah. Well, it's like, are you intolerant or are you an SJW? Because he, he, while he goes off on these SJW rants, he's being extremely fucking intolerant. And it's 100% hypocritical, and I don't know what the fuck going on, dude. I'm just sitting there kind of getting mad, but, I mean, you know, that's the show and whatever. <laughs> Ex yep, exactly. Um, uh, there was mention, like, talking about Marvel, because Captain Marvel is in the box office, hopefully to get a high. And then and eventually, during the end of the week, they actually... Uh, Captain Marvel did hit a billion, but um, uh, one of the things that was actually like pitched out was uh, a potential. Oh, what if Marvel and DC had a crossover film together, and would it ever happen? And it was just like that thought process is like, okay, unless the two companies are really like good partnerships in like having their characters cross over each other in a film, that could be possible because. Um, Example of this would be like Roger Rabbit, who favorite Roger Rabbit because that was a great collaboration of other studios having their characters being licensed in the movie, and it was made by Disney. So it was just like, hey, we'll have this character go with that character, and with if Marvel can do that with DC, I highly doubt it because they're two different things. Like DC's doing their own thing, and Marvel's doing their own thing. If and then the and the management between two of those those characters and companies they don't mesh together because it's like, depends on who's writing the script for the movie. It's like, do they want to like have a, a light fun tone to it or a dark gritty tone to it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, yeah. I don't know that they'd ever have a crossover either, but if you think about it, why wouldn't you? Um, and like Christian had said, you know, because their their thing is going to say who gets all the money, but if you're, I, I mean, I know it's unreasonable to think that studios would be civil and and fair, but my my thinking would be say you're DC and I'm Marvel, I'm going to be like, hey dude, let's do a crossover movie and split everything absolutely fifty fifty, split the budget fifty fifty that it take to make the movie, split all of the advertising fifty fifty. Uh, that we pay out, you know, and then split the profits 50, 50. I mean that I don't understand what's so difficult about doing that. Um, but I mean, just imagine how amazing that would be, but yeah, dude, it'll probably never happen. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. I mean, if see, if Marvel can do the same thing with Sony with Spider-Man, why not DC as a whole, like, with their library of characters and making a crossover film. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. These film companies are just fucking outrageous. Like, Disney's is, like, gulping up all these other ones. Like, Fox just went through. It's like, okay, what are they going to do now with this shit? But one of the main things that happened uh, throughout the whole episode for Monday show was Brett forgot his phone. He was, like, lost as fuck throughout the whole thing. I keep forgetting he was even there Monday, dude. Oh, man, he was just, like, in the background, just, like, not saying a word, but he's just, like, lost. Like, I don't have my phone. 
And it's like he's like he's and he said it's like he has one of those cases that has like his wallet, so it's like he didn't have his money with either and like his ID and shit like that. So it was like, oh shit, I left it and I I'm fucked. I I got here, but I was like, fuck, I can't do anything with it. <laughs> I was just like, oh poor Brett, poor Brett. Yeah, but at least he was still able to find his way to work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then. Of course, the uh, another thing they do is always, always check out the latest uh, Claire.com list and react to it. And this time it was the MCU villains list. Um, oh wow! It, it, I'm not knowledgeable about comic book stuff all that much. Like in the movie, and I know more about the movies than I do comic books, and I don't know right. a whole lot about the movies. But that was just. Even I could tell that list was a little off, dude. Especially with Thanos was what five or something. Yeah, <laughs> kidding me, dude. Loki is number one. Thank you very much. We love Loki. <laughs> I can't wait for the Loki TV series. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yes, indeed. And then the interview portion of uh, this uh, episode was the two guys from the Tick on Amazon. Um, it was interesting because he had the, the one guy, I can't figure his fucking name, but he was uh, the voice of Darth Maul, and he did that absolutely amazing yeah. story about Solo. Uh, that was getting, like, it, when it was released as a clip, it was getting hits because it was shared on other sites, like Reddit, and peop- it blew up. So that story was amazing. Wow. Yeah, dude, that was good. And it was it was refreshing to hear an actor not in a rude he wasn't rude or anything but he was just completely fucking honest dude and that was really refreshing to hear i mean it sucks you know that he cut that he got screwed out of that although it does make more sense that that sam did the voice but right when, when they did that i it made me think back to the whole vader bullshit back in the original trilogy man and how that original actor was treated and it's like kind of like is is there a problem at Lucasfilm that doesn't have to do with George Lucas? Uh, that you know about just kind of jerking around your actors and shit. That was that to me was far more interesting than the tick conversation. No offense against the tick, but that little bit there was far more interesting to me than the tick conversation. Right. That was cool. Right, and I know it. And you're a massive Star Wars fan, so that kind of peaked your ears a little bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Have you seen The Tick before, by chance? So, I'm aware of The Tick. I, like I said, like they said, that uh, I've seen, like, the cartoon of it, uh, bits and pieces of it. I never read the comics. And I I knew of the Patrick Warburton Tick. I remember seeing that on Amazon, because I do have uh, Prime Video. But now this new... So this uh, new uh, season, I have no idea. So, I... Buddy! Buddy! Exactly. From Seinfeld. I know. I know who Patrick Warburton is. He's a great. A, he's a he's a great actor. He's yeah, an actor. sorry, man. I I, I just <laughs> love that dude. The, the, him him on Seinfeld just the high five is the greatest thing ever. But yeah. Tuesday show. Um, Makuga is in this one, and they uh, they start talking about their hair and how Makuga's balding and how it's just like, oh my god! But of course, this leads into his bender. Oh, this, oh, oh man. god, <laughs> dear god, Makuga. 
Dude, like, I, I, I don't really get in. I don't care about other people's personal lives and shit. You know, that's their business. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I couldn't care less. But, you know, Makuga's talking about his bender, his weekend, and therefore, since he was putting it out on the table, I had some thoughts. <laughs> and I was, I'm sitting there going, dude, your wife has got to be fucking pissed at you. And, like, the way he was, the way he was describing the weekend, it, he came off to me extremely inconsiderate, dude. Maybe that's just me, but I was sitting there like, Makuga, you are not looking good here, dude. You're kind of looking like a fucking drunk jerk. You know, and I'm like, that was just my thought. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know, dude, Makuga, you might want to shut up here. <laughs> I don't know. It's turned out to be like a, a weird bad week for Makuga then <laughs> with all this yeah. shit going on. It's just like, dare I say poor Makuga? I mean, but, but see, I always knew that his personality was like this, like after watching the showdown and wild bears, wild bears. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so I kind of knew like he's like oh, I like to drink and I'm like ah oh, la 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 la. But it's just like this is excessive, man. You're you're married. Yeah. You're married with a wife. Yeah. You, you got to please her. You can't like do shit. You're not like, like a bachelor anymore. Yeah, but at least he gave her Sunday. <laughs> um, he gave her Sunday and then went out until like three in the morning. <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, of course. Of course, Roxy was bitching about. Oh my God, you 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 can schedule, guess well I'm not there. I'm I'm so jealous. Oh fuck you guys. I, I Dude, just she misses out on all the fun, doesn't she? It's like Thursday and Fridays are the big days, apparently. But uh, it's like because last week was pretty decent. It was like yeah, they had fun. It was like fuck you, Roxy. It doesn't matter if you're there or not. It's how it works. Um, she does uh, screen junkie, uh, screen junkie news on Thursday. Isn't that why she's not there on Thursday? Exactly, exactly. She's doing double duty. What's with... up with Friday? What is she just being lazy and smoking her vape cartridges on Friday morning? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure she's doing something. I'm, she's, I'm just, she's... I'm just smoking. <laughs> I know, you just you fuck it off, it's like, but yeah, she's like, busy with life, and it's like, yeah, that's why she's not on Thursday and Friday, that's understandable, but she's like, don't bitch about how you're not there for those cool guests, I mean, this week did make up for that, because, oh, I will get to that, um, they, they always recap the previous week, like, you know, always, and especially on Friday, they recap the whole this week, I was like, God, can you stop talking, stop recapping, just talk about new stuff? I get that. It's a little. It's, it's a little annoying. It's like stop it. You talked about it already. Move on. <laughs> like like to, for Friday's episode. Today's episode. We're recording on Friday, by the way. If you're listening to this, they had a different title card up. The first title card they had, but we're talking about like Terminator Dark Fate because the photos were released and everything from CinemaCon. But then they changed it to talking about fucking John Oliver and WWE again. It's like why. <laughs> Talk Damn. fucking stupid. Uh, now that was clickbait. Today's title was 100% clickbait. I'm sure it wasn't intentional, but it turned out that way. Yeah. It's... I guarantee you nobody, when it comes to, to wanting to hear about the new Terminator movie or John Oliver, nobody gave a rat's ass about John Oliver. 
Oh, yeah, they just like, yeah, like I, I like I jumped in to watch the show, and of course that YouTube live chat is like going like ten thousand miles per hour, and I see like they talking about Terminator in the chat, like Terminator. Yeah, I, I love Terminator. Terminator Two is my favorite. Terminator, and then all of a sudden, I look at it later. It's like they changed it. It was like, okay, I'm over. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Um, Christian taught his daughter to play blackjack. <laughs> Dear fucking God. That that opened a, like a, a can of whoop ass for sure. Just like it backfired. Like she's so addicted to it. Oh yeah. She's definitely going to be putting that app back on the uh, iPad. <laughs> oh yeah. Honey, what are you playing? Running up. She'll be she'll be borrowing mommy and daddy's credit card and running up some debts on the uh, gambling sites. <laughs> teaching her little teaching her little sister how to how to gamble. <laughs> Christian started some dark shit here, man. Oh yeah, some like uh, some like leaving Las Vegas shit, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit, yes. Oh, man. I was like, Christian, you, like, like I said, you opened, like, a Pandora's box right there. Just, like, you shouldn't have done that. But, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> then that led into a discussion about, like, technology with kids, because I think, uh... It was mentioned about, like, some kid in it, like, a cell phone at six years old or something. It was just, like... How... Like, how... One of the Shazam kids. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. And it was, like, how young is, like, to, to give a kid a phone or, like, a, anything like that. It's, like, I remember my first cell phone. I was, like, in middle school when I first got it. So I didn't, I wasn't that young. Uh, it was, like, dear God, really? The first thing I got was a pager, and I was, like, 19, 20 years old. So, I mean, that, that shows what technology was like in my day. Right. But... I mean, I would, dude, if I had kids, they'd fucking hate me, dude. So, I mean, I wouldn't, they wouldn't have none of that fuck, they wouldn't have their own computer, no way in hell. They, the, if they had a gaming system, it would be hooked up in the main TV in the living room, and there would be a fucking timer on it. Their cell phone would be a cell phone, and not a little fucking computer that happens to make phone calls sometimes. Um... No internet access on the on their on their pocket computer. Uh, I just, dude, no. There's no need in that shit, man. And I'm talking like I'm not talking six years old because to me, six years old, of course, they don't need that shit. I'm talking 14, 15, 16 years old. I will get my kid a fucking flip phone that texts and makes phone calls and takes pictures. That's it, dude. That's it. That's that's what I had. That was my first cell phone. Was a flip phone. Exactly. It had, and eventually it led up to like those smartphones. But I I had a flip phone first, and I was I was so excited too when I first got it. It was it was like sixteen, seventeen, and I was like pretend to be like uh, <laughs> Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Yeah. I was like flipping up. Sp Spock, where are you? <laughs> Just like like oh, dude. communicator yeah, shit. Yeah, I think everybody did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like excited. I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like Captain Kirk. Enterprise, beam me up. <laughs> um, oh man, I didn't even get my first smartphone until like 
fucking eight years ago or something. I still don't know how to use the damn thing. <laughs> That's the truth. I mean, like, I can make calls and shit like that, but, like, there's so much stuff this, like, I don't know how to use it to fly to Mars, but I know it can fucking do it. It's uh, something I like to call Roxy's Fail Time of the Week. Uh, having a low battery phone and a flat fucking tire. <laughs> I'm listening to that and I'm like, and when she says her dad's like, you're going to have to figure this one out on your own. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And she's saying now she's going, do not hang up this phone. <laughs> I was like, really, Roxy? Oh, my God. And it's like trying to go up to somebody like, excuse me, can you help me out? <laughs> like some stranger like walking off from the street like, I need some help. Well, according to her, she was dressed kind of like a hooker. So <laughs> she was probably afraid to talk to anybody. Dude, she cracks me up, man. Oh, like, she, in, in a good way. Oh, you know, yeah. Not, right, right. She, mm -hmm. just, she cracks me up, man. The situations she gets in and then her her lack of uh, her lack of ability to get out of them herself. <laughs> I know, right? Um, another thing that Christian watched on Tuesday's show was WWE Raw. I think think that was the one that they showed off in the actual yeah. episode and they were reacting to it uh not much to go off there because it's like oh yeah it looks exciting oh look at that oh oh there she goes she kicks through the window look oh my god yeah that that uh breakaway glass window it's like in the police in the air quote police cruiser um <laughs> no all that shit's cheesy as hell but um it's cheesy as hell, and yes, shit's scripted, but when you saw her knee uh, Ronda Rousey in the fucking head and her head bounced off that car, dude, that shit hurt. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. That was awesome, dude. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> it was exciting. Um, the Yes, they revealed the Joker poster early in the week. Um that's exciting because it was just Walking Phoenix being the Joker, looking up to the sky in the poster. It was pretty. It was a really good looking poster, actually. I would, I would buy that, put hang it up in my room. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. They uh, so then uh, Marvel released a quote special look trailer. They talked about that. Um, they revealed a lot of shit in that one. Uh, a lot of cool shots. They're, okay, so there's a shot in that trailer, and, and I, I just like discovered this today there's a group shot of them all standing up in like in a building it's a group shot of them if you look closely at that shot you see uh jeremy renner as hawkeye he's looking over and he looks at rocket raccoon and he's thinking to himself wait how far have i been gone where why is there a raccoon here <laughs> Like, like his face looks like that. It's like, that's, oh my God. that's a fucking raccoon. But yeah, yeah. If you think about it, this, if you think about it, Marvel, these movies are set like an hour time period, pretty much. You know, our world. And I've never thought about that, but yeah, 
you know, you're away, you come back, and all of a sudden there's a fucking talking raccoon, and you're like, dude, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> exactly. Is this really what we've come to, guys? It's, yeah, it's like I've been gone for so long. It's like, what? Raccoon, what? I love that. I can imagine that conversation with Cap where he's like, hey, Cap, a, a talking raccoon? Really? Like, when did that shit happen? And then Cap looks at him and goes, the talking tree died. <laughs> like what the fuck i missed the talking tree but at least i get to hang out with the talking raccoon that was so funny um same with the superhero stuff uh they confirmed that boomerang is coming back to the suicide squad uh which should be interesting uh because suicide squad was okay i mean jared leto's joker was stupid but i thought you know, Jai Courtney did great as the boomerang. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of curious to see what James Gunn does with the Suicide Squad. But, uh, well, I got a question about Suicide Squad. Uh, I'll ask it uh, when we get to uh, the Jai Courtney interview. Yes, yes, of course. But the the main interview for this show on Tuesday was the, the creators of Cobra Kai. And that was, I counted it, it was an hour long. It was the longest interview they've had on the show. Like, I was looking at the time and I was like, dude, they're going to go for an hour. This is awesome. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good shit, though. I mean, I love it. So, um, But yeah, I was like, damn, an hour long interview. Right to the end. I was like, shit, that's amazing. I'm excited for Cobra Kai. I mean, um, you've seen season one. I have seen season one. It's really good like the way see like, like 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 they talked about in the interview like they craft this show so well because they know all about the movies and it's like they're star wars and they're big fans so i'm like this is great you got to have fanboys doing a reboot of their favorite property because that makes sense because why would you give a property to somebody who doesn't fucking care about the property you give it to somebody who cares about it and they love it they love the property oh yeah and, and, and you can tell too not just from watching the show but by just listening to them talk about it oh yeah the their passion runs deep which is kind of it, which, if you really think about it, it's kind of funny a little bit. It's like, really, dude? Like, Karate Kid is your Star Wars? I mean, nothing against... I love Karate Kid movies, but it's just... It's just, I don't know. To me, it's kind of weird to meet those, like, super fans of Karate Kid. But it's really cool. It's turned out really cool with this TV show. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Glad they're around. So what old movie would you want to turn into, uh... TV show or stream reboot of and I've been thinking about this and it's really hard to say it is it is because with a premise like that to take a old property and just like reboot it you know into like, like as in like the way I'm thinking it is like exactly how Cobra Kai does it continuing off where the movies left off basically you, I don't know that's an interesting question. Yeah, it, it it's a hard one, man, because you got it's it's more in depth than just what's a great or a cool movie that I would like to see rebooted as a show. It's it's you I'm look you know looking at it from the perspective of Cobra Kai. It's got to be something that 
has a lot of a lot of history there and a lot that you can use to flush out. You know what I mean? It can't just be like, oh, that was a cool movie. Let's just try to make something about a TV show for it now. See, and I had a thought here just now, and I know I don't know if they're doing a movie. Eventually, I've heard things about it, but I would love to see a fantasy series of um, Conan the Barbarian with Schwarzenegger and have it chronologically as a king. So it would be King Conan, and it would be awesome to see Conan the Barbarian rebooted for a new generation. That could really be pretty cool. I mean, you you, you, you kind of tie back to the movies, of course, but then it's like you have an older Schwarzenegger, you, know, you can have him as king, you know, and you can have him in a few episodes or so, or like a majority of the show, and then introduce these new characters who would be like in that fantasy world, which I think would be interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. And then we lead up to Wednesday show. Uh, with that, uh, <laughs> they start talking about the Schmodown throw, uh, Schmodown free for all spoilers. Which uh, the best JTE thing was Jubair. <laughs> oh my gosh, I still laugh my ass off at that, dude. Oh man, JTE is like he his flubs are like the best. Yeah, and they're they're just so innocent and natural. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That that um, I don't know. I'm replaying it in my head. Him just Jew Bear. <laughs> um, and, and as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh no, dude, it's Bear Jew. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this is the the majority of it they talked about. Like I said, they always recap things. Like it's like you know we're talking about the show now. We're talking about the free for all three spoilers. Or they talked about their favorite things about that. And I mean, God, we talked about that last week. It was like, geez, I guess I understand for the people on YouTube, you know, watching it for the first time since uh, yeah. since then. Um, yeah, they talk about a lot of behind the scenes stuff and. Uh, but Roxy just like <laughs> this opening of the show, she gets locked out apparently, and they always poke fun. They poke fun at her confusion a lot. It was just like, uh, how'd you get locked out, Roxy? Really, <laughs> you dumb schmuck. Was somebody just holding their foot against the door from the inside? But she got so excited because Jai Courtney was on this episode. She was like, oh my god, I got to be with awesome guys! Yay! <laughs> that was a pretty cool interview, man. That dude's really laid back and cool. Yeah. Uh, Jai Courtney is pretty laid back. It was, yeah, it was interesting because the movie, like, the movie he's in, I was like, okay, the, coming out soon, I was like, uh, okay, it's based on a book, and I was just like, okay, they filmed... In Australia, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And then once he talked, once he talked about like everything else, you know, the um, Suicide Squad, and talked to, and, you know, Josh Bakuga had to talk about like Bruce Willis from Die Hard and all that shit because, yeah, that was that was during Jai Courtney's early years. Like Die Hard was like right away. It was like, but he didn't have like much memories from that at all. Um, yeah, it was pretty chill. Let's go ahead and ask right now that question I had since we just brought up Die Courtney. Um, I was just, I was going to, like, I have my ideas for the Suicide Squad movie. The movie that we got with the characters, well, maybe not all of them, but the movie that we got, and I'm just curious, 
what tweaks or changes would you have made to to what we got to make that movie better, in your opinion? For Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad. There's a difference. What, dude? Don't be like that. <laughs> because the new movie is called The Suicide Squad. So there's a difference. It's Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Smartass. Um, which one's which? I don't know the difference. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> Suicide Squad is the one that came out. Yes. Okay, I'll get the ball rolling. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, on, on, well, no, on, for me personally, on Suicide Squad, the one that came out, I, I liked aspects of it, but I've often thought that that weird dancing gypsy lady never should have been in it. Forget her. The main villain should have been the Joker. They should have went after the Joker. And there should have been a lot more of the Joker. And the, the, the best part of that for me would have been the conflict for Harley, whether or not she's going to turn on the squad and go with the Joker or turn on the Joker and stay with the squad. I think that would have been pretty fucking badass. Okay. Uh, you know, like... The, the movie just, like, it was weird. I mean, yeah, it was... The villain was horrible. It was like, oh, yeah, you gotta have her as a villain. I don't know why, because she was on the team already. I don't know why she, like, all of a sudden on the other side. It was so stupid. But, see, I I would have totally, like... The Joker, I I would, like, tweak... Like, I don't know, Jared Leto, he's the other, other uh, method actor. Like, I would, like, kind of say, hey, Jared, can you tweak the character a little bit? Because the way you're portraying him is kind of stupid. You know, his portrayal of the Joker in the film was kind of out there. I don't know. It was just weird, in my opinion. It was, but do you think it's possible that if we had... They, they filmed a lot more with him. Do you think it's possible that if they would put more of him in the movie, that... It could that it would have been better. Like maybe it wasn't. Maybe he came off so bad because it was just a few, a few, uh, very I don't know iffy executions of his character. You know, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Maybe if it was like if he was more in the film, it would balance out more. I don't know. I don't know. I just. I mean, I don't go back and watch the film. So I mean, and stuff that's already happening for the upcoming film, The Suicide Squad, it sounds like that's going into a right direction where it's going to be a semi-sequel slash reboot because, uh, of course, like they said, uh, Boomerang's coming back. But here's the, new, here's the new news about the movie. They announced a while ago that Aegis Elbow is going to play uh, Deadshot. Yeah. That shit that's is... That's interesting. That shit is gone now. They... Got rid of Deadshot. They got rid of the character? Yep, so they're having Aegis Elba play a different character in the film. What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought I mean, of. It, it, and no matter how much I, I, I'm, I trust James Gunn with that, I'm, I still have to ask that question. What the fuck is going on over there? I, I don't know. I, I saw that recently, and I can't believe nobody else was talking about it, but it was like... 
fuck, okay, Idris Elba's not playing Deadshot. I mean, it makes sense because it's like, why would you recast Will Smith? I mean, it's like, you just don't have... Like, it makes sense, but I was like, whoa, okay, so many changes going on in the film. I don't know. Yeah, because that, that really didn't make sense at all, that Deadshot was recast, but Harley was still going to be, be in it. Well, no, 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 I'm sorry, I got that mixed up. It it makes sense to me that, okay, now that if there, if Deadshot's not going to be in it, that to me tells me that they're wanting to do a reboot of it. Yeah. And if that's the case, then how is it going to make sense that Harley Quinn is in it, even if it's for like five minutes? I have no idea. And like, and that's, it should bring up the same thing for Boomerang because he was in the other film. So it's like, if he's coming back, so, and Harley Quinn's coming back, it's like, Okay, I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? What are they doing with this film? Something to mention, which ties into DC. They're talking about the Joker poster, the previous show, and Roxy was telling about like some behind-the-scenes stuff about like the train scene in the film and how the 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 uh, extras or the actors were like peeing and pooping because it was a long shoot or something. I don't remember the details per se. And the following show, the Wednesday show, they're like. Christian's like Christian took a huge piss on her, just like saying, "Uh, you're you're embellishing about that yesterday. That was like not true whatsoever." And they talked about how she does that. She does extend the truth and embellish a lot. Uh, apparently, it's like, God damn it. Um, speaking of films that uh, nobody saw, uh, because Christian has never seen the thing, Roxy's never seen the Matrix. Ow. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand either. But she knocks on Christian for not seeing the thing, and it's like, what are you talking about, Roxy? Exactly. You have you have films you have not seen either. Fuck off. Um, they talked about James Bond and how she only saw Goldeneye. Um, so that they- is not. Uh, that's a great Bond movie, but if if you're only gonna watch one, you gotta watch one with Sean Connery, dude. Oh well, yeah, and then, um, of course, the recent Daniel Craig films are okay too to watch. And then, of course, they they're not bad. Of course, they. Uh, I, I still want a. I still want uh, a uh, fuck Adis Alba to be, do fucking Bond, dude. Uh yeah yeah I I know that's the that's the top casting choice for the the next bond i mean but oh <laughs> no that, that reminds me i was watching saturday night live and Aegis elbow was hosting it and there was a, a skit oh it was a game show and it was called what can i play it was like actors as contestants had, and the host was like asking questions about what can they and cannot play as an actor and then towards the end it was like the question was and it was like towards Aegis Elba, he's like, can you play James Bond? And it's like, nope. <laughs> just denying the fact, just denying the fact he's going to be playing Bond. Just poking oh, fun man. at that. It's so funny. So, I don't know. Who knows who would be the next Bond? I mean, Aegis Elba's the top one. I've heard, uh, who, do, who, do, who was I think, hearing? I was hearing Tom Hardy was Bond, and there was so many actors. There's that list is a big laundry list. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you, just real quick side note. Um, 
concerning Tom Hardy. Have you seen Bronson? You know, I've mean to fucking watch that film. That's on my watch list. Oh my god. I, I know I've seen what it is. Oh my god, I want to see that so bad. It, it's a good movie, and now when I think of Tom Hardy, that's the only role I can picture him in. Ha! <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's pretty good, but anyway. Yeah, good side note. Uh, of course, Roxy's like, no cheese! No cheese! <laughs> like, Still don't understand how that works on pizza. I don't either. It's like, how do you eat pizza? Um... Then Christian starts talking about the school drop-off, and then the parents that he, he tries tries to, like, get with, you know, and talk to, and they're just, like, a bunch of assholes, apparently rude people, don't even talk to them. Yeah, I never understood that stuff either, man. I'm with Christian, dude. Your kids are all going to school together. Come on. It's like, you gotta. It's like, you're there for a reason. Uh, they talk about Schmodown entrances, like... Okay, so this point, Christian's like, is that like he understands the entrances are a big important part of the Schmodown, but he's not he doesn't like like him like him, per se. Yeah, that's like, I'm kind of shocked by that. I was like, really, that that was always been the thing since season one of the damn since you started it because the entrances were always a part of it. You know, people dressing up in costume and walking out. That was the big thing, and you're like. I don't like it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like say you can't have it, but I'm just gonna be the stingy one in the corner and say I don't like it. Yeah, that kind of shocked me, man. I was like, eh, really, really, especially with you know, because he uh, he likes the wrestling slash trivia, you know, the the combination of it, and really, other than the storylines, um, the entrances are the biggest aspect of wrestling that it has yeah that yeah 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 exactly you you have the music play and they walk out and they start like doing their thing and it's like yeah that's that's ah oh, i don't understand that it's like really christian um other news that popped in was about the black widow movie uh david harbour who's the new hellboy and from stranger things is going to be joining the cast and then later on in the episode they mention about rachel wise which is uh Daniel Craig's wife being in the film. So, it'd be interesting to see how Black Widow goes. But that's a good cast so far, with Scarlett Johansson and David Harbour. It's, I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, they talked about Avengers Endgame tickets, box office, box office. So they talked about the trailer that came out that day uh, of the Joker, which, my God, this, this might... Oh, okay unpopular opinion right now i think walking fingers could out top heath ledger with his portrayal really? of the joker like it, it was so like menacing creepy and disturbing watching that trailer it was like okay i'm wondering how this is gonna go in the film but it was like it gave me chills yeah, dude, I've watched that trailer at least five or six times, man. It's it's fucking good. It, and it has Scorsese written all over that, it. Dude. That's why he's producing it. <laughs> that's... Yeah, but well, you were saying, you know, about uh, 
Joaquin might be able to outdo Ledger as Joker, but what if it turns out that, um, what if it turns out that this isn't the Joker that we know? You know what I mean? What if this is like, uh, like, like, uh, uh, I can't, there is even a storyline in comics, I believe, where there was an original Joker and the, and then later, you know, like, uh, like Batman kind of people would take up that, that, uh, that persona or whatever. But what if it turned out that Joaquin's Joker isn't the Joker that we know Heath, that Heath Ledger played? Like Heath Ledger was a later Joker. Would you still, in your mind, would you still compare the two, or would you just kind of be like, oh, "Okay, they're com- they're two literally two character different Jokers"? I see. I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that because the the first like word you hear in the trailer is Arthur, and I'm thinking, did I'm trying to remember what the real name of the like the Joker is, and I can't fucking remember what his name was and I was like was it Arthur? Like I don't fucking remember so uh and I was like okay but see it's not like people are like talking about is this this part of like the extended universe and it's like it's a standalone film but where's this leading up to because it's not a multi-universe it's not an alternate universe it has to be in some kind of universe where this is a joker I mean, it is a different portrayal of the Joker. It's not like, yeah, there's been different Jokers over the years. I mean, like you said, Ledger. And then you had, like, Jack Nicholson's. You had Cesar Romero's from the TV show. You had Jared Leto's. It's like, they're all different, but... Yeah, he could be playing a different Joker character altogether. Like a different person that was the Joker. And that could be very interesting. And that's kind of how I'm going into it. In my mind right now, I'm going into it because for me, is Batman's my favorite and Nolan's uh, Dark Knight trilogy is the best. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm kind of going into it. I'm looking at it like this Joker movie, this Joker is not Heath Ledger Joker. This is like the first guy who lost his fucking mind and, and, and put on this character of the Joker. And this Joker is he kills Bruce Wayne's parents, and that little boy in the trailer, when he's making him smile, is Bruce Wayne. Fast forward the future to the Nolan trilogy, and they're in the same they're in the same universe, and Heath Ledger's Joker is copying off of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. That's how I'm going into it. I, I noticed, like, other people were saying that, too, with... Um... That boy in the trailer, it's gotta be Bruce Wayne. It has to be Bruce Wayne because it was like the gated thing, and it was like, oh, it looks like his thing. And it's just like thinking, okay, the Joker's <clears throat> in this universe is way older than Bruce Wayne. And it's like, how is that even possible? Like, how do they face off later on in the films? But I, I understand where you're going with that. I, I don't know. Um, looking at the information about the film, and it does say his name. His name in the movie is Arthur Fleck. Fleck. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, said in, in the early 80s, too. Um, but did, did you notice that Robert De Niro's in the film? did. Looks like he's doing some kind of show host. Like a, not, like a talk show host or something. Yep, it does say that, yep. 
and it's you may notice like since it is produced by Martin Scorsese. No, actually, no, it's not. It's being influenced by it though. Wait. Oh, it is produced by Martin. Okay, because what you notice is that with this, it's like Taxi Driver, with mm -hmm. with the King of Comedy mixed together. Yeah, yeah. So I get I got that feeling because um, actually it says right here that Robert Nero said his role in Joker pays homage to his character from the King of Comedy as well. Hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That is very cool. I'm actually, I'm actually I'm reading more about this film. Actually, I am very interested to see how it goes. Like I'm, it's not, it's up there as my highly anticipated of the year for sure. Yeah, me too. Below Star Wars, but it's up there. Oh, of course, of course, you, you. <laughs> um, but then speaking of Walking Phoenix, uh, Josh McGugga was in the film We Own the Night. Which starred Walking Phoenix. And I that was funny. <laughs> that and I was like, "What, really?" Like he was like an extra in the film. I was like, "That's interesting." Yeah, in those pictures they showed the stills. They were right, dude. It made him look like he was actually in the movie. Yeah, and it makes me want to go see it now and actually like 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 kind of pause it and freeze it to see where he's at in the film. Yeah, uh, and then. Roxy brings up about a internet troll, which is not to be named, apparently, on the show. And it's like, I'm like, guys, we talked about this last time. Stop talking about these internet trolls who talk shit. It's like, you bring more negativity about it. You don't talk about anybody else but these fucking trolls. Yeah, and then Christian flat out being like, no, no, you know, I don't want to talk about it. But she keeps talking about it. And it's like, dude, you need to clean your ears out there, Roxy. Exactly. Um, so they're they were talking about a, the pet cemetery screening, and how since Josh McCook is in the doghouse for his <laughs> bender, there might be a chance that he won't see pet cemetery. Um, but if Christian watches it, apparently he can like bring Josh to it at a later screening of it so so i but bad Makuga for blowing the bit yeah i know <laughs> oh man and then... say no to your friends Makuga. <laughs> okay i'm gonna backtrack a little bit a little bit a little bit here um i i missed this while watching the show but apparently when they're talking about the joker trailer they cut to the booth and mark ellis was there beating beating up copster Yes, yes. They cut. They cut to the booth, and and Ellis has got his hands on Cobster's shoulders, aching him violently. I was, I, I only saw I only saw the still of it on the Facebook group later. I was like, wait, when was this? I totally missed it. But it was like so funny, and people were like, wait a minute, if Mark Ellis was in the booth, why is he not on the show? I was thinking, I was like, get him in there, get him in there. I love it when Ellis is on the show. I know, me too. It's like have have him on the the show more often, but no. But that was a good moment actually. That was really good. And also, here's the thing too, that people are still like referencing him as Copster. He has since changed his name on Twitter and social media to his real name, so it is Christian again. Uh -huh. 
So people are like, and then if you follow him on Twitter, he kind of jokes around like, like I got rid of my name and he was like, I lost like my soul to the devil and I was like, I had to change my name or something. <laughs> so he's not copster anymore. He's he's Christian again. So it's, he's the other Christian, not not Harlow, but the other Christian. So other Christian. Just doesn't sound right. I like Cobster. I know, right? It's like, I don't know. Um, actually, like I said, backtracking a little bit more here, actually. You, you did bring up an interesting question in the notes, actually. Who else could play Joker? This is another one I've been thinking. I'm the one who asked the freaking question, and, I, and I've been thinking. I, exactly. Hard. Exactly, man. This is a role where, it's for me, when I think about this, it's not a matter of, I'm not thinking who I think could pull it off. I'm comparing. I'm I'm trying not to compare, but I am comparing to the other people who have played Joker. You know, so in my right. mind, it's not who could play Joker. It's like who could play Joker comparable to Heath Ledger. Uh... You know, and that's that's hard to fucking do. And right now, like you said, Joaquin Phoenix is the only person right now. Because uh, Leto was not comparable at all. No. But, you know, Joaquin's looking comparable, but that's where I get stuck. I, I can't get past think referring to other Jokers when I'm trying to think of who I think do it. Oh, here we go. The only way you could play the Joker is, be is, to, be is to cast a method actor. Because Jared Leto did the same thing. He was very method with his acting. He was in character for the majority of the time he was filming it. And apparently with Walking Phoenix, he did the same thing. He was in character, you know, the whole time. And then apparently Jared Leto, too, is a method actor. He he was in character the whole time doing shit behind the scenes. So um, you if you could cast a method actor, I'm trying to see. I'm, I, I'm just looking at a list here right now. Um... So this one is way off. As far as method actors go, this one I do not think would fit in the role of Joker, but sure as shit, he could pull it the fuck off. Daniel Day-Lewis can do anything. See, that's what I saw too, because he is very method. I was like thinking, you know, he could do something with it. And like... I don't know. Like, I don't see it in his face, and I've never seen him do anything that was, like, that menacing. Maybe, maybe if you could compare it to, um, what is it, Daniel Plainview from There Would Be Blood, he was, like, very, like, very fucked up as a character. Yeah. Especially towards the end of it, too. It's like, oh, shit, maybe if he was like that, that could possibly work as the Joker. Um... There's like I'm looking through this list here. I'm like thinking Nicolas Cage is a method actor. Could, oh could, could you imagine Nicolas Cage being the Joker? <laughs> he has one method of acting, and that's with his hands. <laughs> yes. Um, I was looking through. I was like, oh, there's Johnny Depp. I was like, eh, Johnny Depp is a Joker. I don't know. And then I was looking, and this list goes on. And it's like, oh, uh. Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, fucking right. As a Joker, are you kidding me? Um, Ryan Gosling is a method actor. Tom Hanks is a method actor. Tom Hanks as the Joker. <laughs> Fuck's sake. See what? What do you think about? Well, like you were saying, you know, as far as Daniel Day Lewis, and you were saying how, 
you know, it, 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 and like I was kind of saying, it's hard to, I think he could pull it off in a way, but it's hard to visualize him in that role for me. But what if it were, like, strip away what we think as the Joker with the makeup and the out in the in the hair and the suits and 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 what about Daniel Day Lewis as the Joker in a straight up psychological thriller, not like a comic book kind of movie or not like a not in the vein of what we're looking at with the Joker from the trailer, but just like a psychological thriller. But he plays the Joker. See, that could possibly work because the character of Joker is basically a man who's like really fallen deep into his soul and life, and it's just like he gets madder and madder and crazier and crazier. And then seeing that like descendants into that would be interesting to see how that starts and how he gets into that later on and how that reflects the world around him. Like, if you don't do... And, like you said, strip everything. Strip the makeup, the hair, and the suits. What was that character? What is that character is? It's it's, it's an interesting character study, to be honest. Yeah. I would, I would see that, actually. So I just wanted to backtrack because I did miss those. But, back on track, uh, they shared a news report video with current lingo. <laughs> Dude, that was the most atrocious shit I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I mean, that what? reminded me of like when I was a teenager and the adults around me were were trying to use the slang of the day, you know, to be cool and hip. It just wow. And then we get a directional update from Roxy, of course. Uh, Ubers. Going, ha, which way do we go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, call an Uber and just. You know, take me home. Where do you live? I don't know. Just take me there. You know, which, which really, that brings up a good point. If she can't get to where she's going when she's driving herself, how the fuck does she tell an Uber driver where to take her? <laughs> I mean, she might know the address, but she doesn't know how to get to there. That's the thing. That's true. That's true. If she knows the address, that's then... that's pretty bad when the Uber driver can get you home, but you can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> horrible it's horrible to uh, just call uber drivers just to follow them not ride with them like you know wake up in the morning call an uber driver and just have them take lead her to the collider studio you know that, that would be a good idea that would be kind of smart be like hey i'm calling you but i'm not gonna ride i'm gonna follow you can you just like take me to this coordinate on the map <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one um, I've never been in an Uber, so it, where I am currently in Wisconsin, I live in central Wisconsin, so it's like very much not a huge town, but it's like a medium-sized town, and we don't have Ubers here. We have Lyft, but never use Lyft either, so. Yeah, I'd have to go to Dayton to use Uber, and that's about 45 minutes away, so. We don't have that out here either. I've I I'm signed up as an Uber driver on the app, and I've tried it a couple times, but I didn't uh, I didn't get any rides, dude. I I have social anxiety, and 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 so I didn't try very hard. Aww. <laughs> oh man. But uh, but I am a registered Uber driver. My dad does it on the weekends to make a little bit of extra cash, and I uh, I'm with it. Well. 
from a driver's perspective, that was one of the things with my social anxiety that I talked to my dad a lot about as far as uh, the drivers talking. I was like, my concern was I didn't want the passengers to talk to me. I was like, you know, I just want to pick people up, give them a ride in silence, and that's it. You know, I don't want to conversate with people. I just think drivers in general talking, making conversation, small talk is just weird if you drive, like, like I've taken, before Uber, like this is dating a little bit, I've taken taxis before, and they always try to make conversation. I'm like thinking, don't make small talk, just get me to my destination, I'll pay you, and then that's it. Don't, like, small talk me. Um, the radio, too, sometimes, depending on, like... <laughs> uh, I just I just listen to whatever they play on the radio. I don't actually change it, so I was just like, oh, all right, I'm sitting here, I'm taking a ride, just take me to my destination. Yeah, yeah, I don't want any chit-chat, man. If I'm the driver or if I'm the rider, I just... This is a business transaction, and we got nothing to talk about, dude. It don't even try to network with me because I got nothing to go on going on that could help you in life. Yeah. Um, so actually, Sean in the notes here actually did have something for this show, which was Roxy was talking about people with red hair. I can't remember what the discussion was with the red hair, but it was like offending redheads in a way, and. Sean has red hair, and he is offended by whatever Roxy said about redheads. Too, but I saw his note. We're going to have to ask him about that next week to expand on that, because I'm interested in what exactly that was about. Yeah, I'm going to actually... We'll, we'll keep you updated on that for next week. Um, but that leads into Thursday's show, which Thursday and Friday were like very like like light, like light, light, because they didn't have any other guests, because they blow their load in the early... Of the week with Jack Courtney and the Cobra Kai interview. <laughs> you note, uh, Dorina is wearing a white shirt, but I noticed it was a gremlin shirt. Yep. <laughs> and of course, on Friday. It, like, it was like last week she wore a white shirt, but it but it was a Black Sabbath shirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then of course on Friday she wore a black shirt again. It was like, really? Yeah, I had white for one day. You gotta go back to black, huh? Yeah, well, I also know Thursday she wore the white gremlin shirt, and then a few hours later on Jedi Council she was wearing a black shirt, a black Star Wars shirt. Well, yeah, because it's Jedi Council. Yeah, but I mean, I just was like, really? <laughs> I, I, Christian didn't change his shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, she was kind of pushing like, along throughout the whole episode, like, let's keep going, move on, moving on. She was, she was, and Christian, there was a couple times Christian just, she was like, next, and Christian goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you'll learn your place on Fridays, Christian. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they did poke fun, I don't think it was Thursday, but I think it was a previous uh, day they were actually poking fun at Christian's hosting. It was like, "Hey, pull up, pull, pull up this clip up. Hey, Cody, where's that soundbite at? Huh? Where's this and that?" And it was like kind of funny them poking fun at it. It was like really tongue tongue in cheek with that. Uh, they, of course, talk about Star Wars celebration coming up in Chicago. Uh, I'm excited, dude. Uh, 
just for the live stream. That's how I've watched it every year the last three or four years they've done it. But I wanted to go bad. I'm only six-hour drive from Chicago, man. I wanted to go bad, but I just couldn't make it work. Are you going to be? Are you? Are you going by chance? No, I'm not, Sally. That's I'm, that's not going to work for me. Yeah, damn, I just. And so close too, dude. It, it's I know. I know Chicago because I wanted to go to Chicago for a couple of reasons besides Star Wars Celebration. I mean, of course, the Schmodowns are going to be there, but I wanted to. I uh, I listen. Sure. I listened to the Top Ten show with Roca and Matt Nose, and they're doing a show there in Chicago that same weekend. They're doing two of them live, and I'm like, shit, I want to go there, but I can't. Like, I don't have the money, and I don't have. Ah, oh, I just wish I could go to Chicago, but I I. And wah, wah. Yeah, man. Collider crew have a lot of shit going on that weekend, man. It's I, cool. Yeah, they're like gonna be busy. Yeah, Ellis is filming his first stand-up, uh, his first stand-up special. That's, That's right. Really that should be good. Oh man, I, 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 fuck yeah. Lot, lots going up with the Collider crew for sure. Uh. Let's see the the sound bites, Cody. My guy, Cody, like is on point with the sound bites. Yeah, he was. Very... I, I like it when he plays the nine clip, the the entire nine clip. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> and then and then and then Akuge gets to the point where he's asking a question. Nine. Not <laughs> uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, nine. Nine. It actually does work because this is, this is the ninth episode, by the way. Nine. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So Darina watched Blinded by the Light, which ever heard of that? So I recently discovered it. I was like reading up on movies, and it is Bruce Bruce Springsteen and Spiders. Like it's based on a true story about a writer. Who, who loves him so much and I'm thinking because I was watching I was like I was thinking wait 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 how did you see this because it it premiered at Sundance in January and I was like thinking how did you see this how did you see this how did you see this and she's like I got an event screening of it mm, I got an event screening I was like thinking okay you gotta you good good for you but you just sometimes I don't I don't get premieres I don't get like the advanced screenings in Hollywood it's like shit you guys get it so early because this film is going to come out in August so it's like thinking you get this of course she mentioned it was like a very early cut of it with like no effects or like very much nothing I guess for test audiences they'll do that they'll have like a work print of the film and they'll like test it out for the audience and they'll tweak it based upon the reaction feedback yeah yeah, I don't understand how they, I don't know, it's just crazy, dude. Going to see something that soon, and oh, I don't know, going to see anything early. Those lucky bastards, man, I like it that they that they get to go to premieres and all this stuff early, but you lucky bastards. Well, yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, you lucky bastards, but like I said, mind you, it's not like the full movie. It's like, like I said, very much... Uh, a work print which is like very limited it, it has like the it's all editing it's all edited together but it doesn't have like music or effects or like anything and it's just very much a cut and dry version of it just to see how people react to it yeah true true because i remember i don't remember what the movie was but i remember 
long time ago, like one of the Collider Crew people, like they're, they're talking about the similar situation. They talked about how they went to see a movie, or no, somebody else maybe, maybe it's somebody else I'm thinking of. But they mentioned like it was raining in the film, but there was no rain in the movie. Like the effects of rain were not like completed, so it just like it looked weird with a, it was like dark with no rain. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> so weird. Can't even use practical effects for rain anymore, huh? Apparently not. <laughs> a, a sprinkler costs too much money these days. <laughs> uh, well, it just depends because it costs money to run all that water, apparently. And if you're in California, it is California. And I was saying, if you're in California, you don't have much water because uh, <laughs> uh, it sucks to be there. I wonder how much the how much the studios, um. Or like when they have water regulations and shit, and you can't use so much water, and you're not allowed to water your yard and stuff like that. I wonder how much the studios have to uh, abide by those. Because I mean, they yeah, they're making movies and shit, you know. So I mean, I don't know. I wonder if uh, I wonder if they can get away with uh, not having to follow those. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm still puzzled by. Uh, California, Hollywood, and all the movie-making stuff. I mean, I know some stuff, but some questions are left un unanswered. Yeah. Uh, then Christian mentions the fucking Zoobly Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. I'm mad at Christian for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not Makuga overreacting mad, but I'm just mad because it's stuck in my head for two fucking days <laughs> yeah not me um, not me uh, lucky it's not me it's not been stuck in my head so <laughs> um yeah makuga really like almost pissed off levels just fucking around with him with the song so many times um he takes things so like it's almost as if he takes things like that personal like, 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 no one else is like they're not doing it because it's fun to them. They're doing it because it they know it annoys Makuga when that's not the case. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with Makuga. It's just a little side treat and bonus that he's irritated by it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, mm -hmm. Speaking of Makuga, he did talk about his sports. You know, he talked about golf during that celebration weekend and talking about Wrigley Field and baseball. Woohoo. Good for you, Makuga. Because I don't care about sports. You don't? I, I, I just care about baseball and college football. That's it. I don't I don't watch much. I mean, I'm a very much typical cheesehead. I do like my Packers, but that's about it. Maybe some hockey, but that's like I rarely watch it. Uh, so I think Dorina has seen uh, Mark Riley's new dog, Leia, and actually you did see there's there was a cut to the cut to Mark Riley with Leia when Cody cuts back to them. It was I don't remember what episode that was, but I saw the a screenshot of like. Makuga, uh, uh, Mark Riley with his pup. It was like so small and cute. Just holding it up, so cute. But they talked about dogs and how 
biting dogs. Brett was talking about biting dogs, and it was like Dorina's like, I like cool animals. Yeah, uh, that's how I feel about kids, dude. I like cool kids, but I don't like the asshole ones. <laughs> it's a true statement, dude. I, I love kids as long as they're not little shits. So uh, I feel the same way about kids as Dorina does about animals. <laughs> yep. They uh, they come back from break and they start talking about boxing and I kind of like skip past all this shit because I was just like you know because I was watching after it was live so it kind of like like they talked about boxing. Brett's grandpa took him to cockfights in the bachelor party in Mexico. Kind of like it's like okay, I'm just skip it ahead. <laughs> yeah, that was all extremely fun talk. It was it was fun talk. But uh, there's not really much to say about it. No, it's not. <laughs> no. I was like, okay, good for although, them. Although it is really cool that Brett's grandpa took him to cockfights. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of news from CinemaCon, which was this week. Um, the They mentioned about Cats, the movie. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's your take on musicals? Do you like them or not? I like Makuga. I like some musicals. If they're good. If it's good, I like it. I don't care what genre it is. Whatever. But there are very few musicals that I like. But um, I will say, dude, I love Chicago. Great fucking movie. I love that movie. Cool. I like musicals as well. So uh, it doesn't give me too much uh i i will go to any musical and see what they do it depends like uh, uh see i'm not like that dude i don't i, I don't uh, it's weird because i contradict it but i don't like musicals but i like a few musicals <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing with the musicals that i do like the thing that keeps me interested is the the plot, you know? Right. I mean, my top three musicals, well, I'll just say my top two that I like are Chicago and Rocky Horror. And mostly it's because I like the plot. Right. Yep. I see what you Those mean. Those are fun, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cats is going to be weird, but it'd be interesting to see. I don't know. Uh, they, yep, Cobra Kai. The full Cobra Kai Season 2 trailer came out, and they talked about... Um, like bad movies and talking about what movies um they watched as a kid and in comparison to now if they're good or bad. Uh, so which led into a great another question: What's the movie we liked as a kid but not now? You got one. I was thinking about it and there wasn't. So here's the thing: It's not like I liked as a kid and don't like now. I think it's kind of I have a, like I have like a. It's tricky, because I don't remember any movies per se that does that for me. Uh, I do remember there was a point where I was scared of something, like I was scared of a movie, and I didn't want, didn't like it because I was like, ah, I was scared as a kid, but nowadays I watch it as like, why was I scared of that? So, but that I was like with Beetlejuice, I was scared shitless of Beetlejuice as a kid. I don't know why, but now I, look, I watch that film and I laugh my fucking ass off because it's so fucking hilarious and just awesome for what it is. So yeah, I had a hard time thinking about movie. 
a movie too. Mine are mostly TV shows that you know, I watched when I was younger, and you know, you watch them now and right. they don't hold up. Like Drew Perry show. <laughs> um, we've got a television channel here. They play '90s sitcoms. Drew Perry show does not hold up for me. I used to watch that all the time when I was younger. Um, I hate to admit that, but I did. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel stupid now. <laughs> I watched the Drew Carey show when I was younger. Cleveland rocks! Ohio! Ohio! In my defense, I'm from Ohio, and my buddy and I were really hitting the bong heavy in those days when we were watching it, so maybe that had something to do with it, too. <laughs> no, I've I've seen the Drew Carey show, so I, I watched it. So you're not the only one. I've, I mean, do I do I think it's good now? I mean, recently, like looking back, I mean, yeah, the jokes are hit or miss, but it was still stupidly funny for me. I guess I like stupid stuff sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, from CinemaCon, they released uh, a several set of pictures for the upcoming Terminator Dark Fate. Um, what are your thoughts on the Terminator franchise? The franchise overall, boo. But this uh, this new movie and the fact that they're picking up right after Terminator Two, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I've got hopes for it, man. Apparently, there's a lot of hype for it at CinemaCom, so I'm just kind of intrigued by. It. I mean, they're doing that nowadays. They're doing sequels to older movies that are cutting out the bullshit that they did in previous years. I know they're... I, oh, I'm trying to think. Who's doing... I could be wrong, but I think I remember hearing Neil Blomkamp doing RoboCop Returns, which is a direct sequel to RoboCop. Really? It, it, it was some acclaimed director doing... Yeah, but they're doing a sequel to RoboCop. Like, a direct direct sequel to RoboCop, not like two, three. They're cutting all right. that bullshit out, so... Uh, Dude, I got a big smile on my face now, <laughs> man. That's awesome. So that's yeah. exciting news, dude. Yeah, so there's... That's uh, that's like the latest trend right now, is to like make a sequel, like cutting out the rest of the films out. Uh, like, Halloween did that just recently. It, it was a direct sequel to the original Halloween, but yet it was still called Halloween. Uh, 40 years later, so... They should do that with, like, Nightmare on Elm Street or, or something, dude. That'd be kind of cool. But you'd have to get Robert England back, of course. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. You would have to. Um, yeah. I mean, that would, that kind of gives you another whole other question, because what movie would you want to have a direct sequel to? Like, because, yeah, if, if Nightmare on Elm Street... Because Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was... Okay, but what would you do with like for a direct sequel to that? Like like, thirty years later, like how how would you, like you had to bring Nancy back and you gotta figure out what kind of story with that. That's true. That's true. And and Craven's uh, new nightmare, nightmare when he did like brought them back and they were the actors they were playing themselves and I mean that really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Of a movie. Um. It's just, I don't know, I have a thing for Nightmare on Elm Street and how 
how terrible most of the sequels were, dude. It just, it's really a shame. Oh, yeah, it's the same with the Friday the 13th sequels, too. They're just like, oh, boy. Take Manhattan? Cut me out of that shit. My, yeah. What fuck, the hell was that? Fucking Jason going to Manhattan for some fucking reason. I mean, and don't get me started on Jason X, dear God. I was just about to say, yeah, Jason X, what? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I would, I don't mind, like them making direct sequels to the original movies because, yeah, you guys made some stupid shit over the years and you just gotta cut that out as continuity. I mean, for the Terminator franchise alone, yeah, I understand that 3 wasn't a good sequel. Salvation wasn't a good prequel setup for the Terminator franchise. It was nice to look at it. Christian Bale as John Carter was interesting. I don't know. It was it gave us the infamous, like, uh, Bale rant from that. Um... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like recently, Genesis was just like yeah, that was like totally fucked up because like we mentioned Jai Courtney from this week. Jai Courtney was as Kyle Reese, and you had fucking like the twist, which they revealed in the fucking trailer too. Like John Carter's the the the, the evil like Terminator now for some reason. It was like so weird. So yeah. so I mean yeah with. With Rise of Machines, Salvation, and Genesis, yeah, I understand you got to cut that out because that doesn't—they're not that good. Make it a direct sequel to T two, yeah, that's going to be interesting to bring Linda Hamilton back, you know, and have Schwarzenegger. And he's got a beard now in the film. He's like an older Terminator, but he's got like a beard, like full-on beard. I was like, okay, robots with ectoskeletons with skin—they can grow facial hair now. I mean, they can age, which, which was developed in Genesis, but they, they can grow facial hair. That's uh, that's interesting. Uh, Approaching Edward Furlong to uh, reprise his role. Or is he just, like, too fucked up and off the, off the charts now? I don't know. Actually, that's a good that's that's a good thing you bring up, actually. That's, that's a, I, I, I'm actually kind of interested because, yeah, if it's a direct sequel to Terminator 2, um, how are you going to do that exactly with... Um, yeah, I've not heard anything from Furlong for a long time, man. He he's had a lot of problems. I don't know where he's at in life right now. Oh wow, he's not even listed in the cast. He's not coming back. Yeah, I didn't think so. They have somebody else playing him, uh, but he also they're wow. They're actually gonna put CGI over the new actor to make him look like him in in the. In T two, to look like Edward Furlong. Yes, really. Body double. Yes. Yep. Ow. Yeah. The he must really be having some problems then. If if I mean if they're doing that, if they're gonna pay the CGI, if they're gonna hire an actor and then pay the CGI to make him look like Furlong, then my guess would be that they probably at least thought about contacting him to be in the movie but he just must be in a really bad place dude so i mean that's expensive dude to hire an actor and then pay all that cgi just to make him look like somebody else yeah oh so okay okay so they're only gonna use this for flashback scenes so all right. so john so john carter is not in the film per se apparently they're gonna feature okay. So they're only using the new actor as a body double, as a CGI stand-in, for 
uh, the flashback scenes, which will do the se- the f- facial likeness from the 91 film. Yeah, then how are they going to explain John Connor's absence then in the in the present timeline? You know what I mean? I mean, it's basically the story is about him. See, I'm, this is what I'm curious about because I'm trying to read up on this, and I'm. It might be different when the movie comes out, but I'm, this is what I'm reading as of now, and I don't know. It has Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, it has Sonic Sarah Connor. They have other new characters. They have a new updated uh, Terminator to be the bad guy to be able to split in two separate units, which is going to be interesting. <laughs> That's going to be badass having this Terminator like split into two units. Like, yeah, I'm splitting in just. Killing some people. That's crazy. Um, Hell yeah. There's two new characters that I don't know, and then there's a a soldier assassin character in here named Grace. So I don't know where they're going with the story. So, but the yeah. but yeah, all the all the photos are showing Sarah Connor with these new characters. So I'm, I don't know what they're gonna do with, with what happens to John Connor. So I have no idea. I'm kind of excited. Like it's great to see Linda Linda Hamilton come back, and the Schwarzenegger, of course, reprising the role again. And he says, "I'm back." <laughs> he, <laughs> like he, he on Twitter, he was like, "I'm back," and he shared like a photo. And it's like, and then everyone on Twitter was like, "Really? You, you always say that in every fucking movie you do." <laughs> Maybe this time it'll be "I'm back" again. I'll be back. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'm looking forward to that too. That that should be good. That should be. Or I hope it'll be good. I hope it's good. I mean, it, it comes out in November, so it's there's a plenty of time to hear more from it and maybe see a trailer of it. So, fingers crossed on that one. Um, then there was mention about the shape of water. So later on in that in that in that uh, show, they um, Alan says that he was like 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 fucking around with that quote so he's like he's kind of joking with it apparently that's what i heard at least i don't know if it was true or not if he was like being truthful with his quote but i mean with disney requiring the rights to all the movies from 20th century fox i mean shape of water is one of them and it's like oh it, it's bestiality it's a girl who fucks a fish man how do you how do you do that? <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be on the Fox label, but how are we gonna like? Oh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but then again, tell me, Bell didn't end up fucking the the Beast at some point in time. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, Disney, <laughs> don't be prudes here. Oh man. Um, I never saw Shape of Water. I never had any interest in seeing it. To me personally, it just looked absolutely terrible. Uh, I never gave it the time of day. See, now at CinemaCon, apparently they had New Mutants on the release schedule, but we were ahead of this shit, and I looked it up last week, and yeah, they confirmed the date of August to be released, so... Who knows when if New Mutants get released or not? So we'll see. So man, I hope so. That first trailer looked great before they even said that they were gonna do reshoots and all that. That first trailer trailer looked great. Yep. And then they started ranking the X Men movies. 
Yeah, this is all you if you want to talk about it, man. I've only seen one X-Men, X-Men movie, and it was the very first one ever. So yeah, I'm not gonna. I have not seen them all either, so I can't really rank them per se either. So ah, no way. I'm a big X Men fan. I like Wolverine, but well, I don't know that that first movie didn't really do anything for me, so I never saw any of the others. Yeah, I've only seen a few of them, so I I, I really do want to like go back and like watch them all. Like I want to at least watch a few of them just to see how they are. Um, yeah. Then, uh, the bet. The bet. The bet. Yes. <laughs> I like their bet that they made Dorina and Brett. I think, you know, obviously Brett, the, the, the bet was whoever got 10K followers first. Um, now, Brett, if he would lose, would have to wear uh, dress goth for a week. That sounds solid. Dorina... If she lost, then she would have to babysit Brett's kids for a night. I think that would be great, too. And they don't need to send in a film crew. All they need to do is set up a couple of nanny cams or something and then just edit clips of it and play it on the show throughout the week. Play a, a minute or two minute long clip of the of the, the babysitting experience each day. <laughs> yeah, that'd be something. That, that could work. Actually, that's a good idea. But we'll see uh, how that goes. Yeah, yeah they'll, 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 neither one of them are going to get to 10K. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be a while before. It'll be a while. I'll be like one year later. Hey, guys, have you guys got 10,000 followers yet? Uh, no, we're like at 8,000. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna forget about it by the time they reach 10. It's gonna be that long. It's it takes forever to get followers. I mean, new followers. You gotta have to do a lot of tweeting. You gotta have to post a lot and do this and interact. And you do that's a lot to build up followers. So I don't know. We'll see if they reach ten. Be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how long it takes. <laughs> we are going to see. We're gonna time it from Thursday, April fourth. We'll see. Um, they did actually, going back, one last thing, they did actually talk about movie soundtracks and scores for a little bit, because, of course, you if you have Dorina on the show, she loves, loves her scores and soundtracks. So, they talked about that. Do you get any uh, favorites in particular you like to listen to? Natural Born Killer soundtrack is my favorite soundtrack. Ooh. I listen to it quite a bit, front to back. Nice, 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 nice. I, uh, yeah, soundtracks per se for me were like, like, Makuga Pulp Fiction's up there, and like, I listen to the Jackie Brown soundtrack too. Any Quentin Tarantino soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he, he picks good music, man. So, and scores, I mean, there's tons of, like, I, I listen to the Back to the Future score a lot. That's, really decent blade runner is also good like i know she said that but blade runner is a good score so uh there's tons i, I like to listen to scores and soundtracks a lot so i kind of like yeah. to where they go with that then we go up to today's show friday 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 it's friday friday <laughs> gotta get down on friday everybody's looking forward to the weekend <laughs> 
Um, so here's the thing about today. Like, I, I, I didn't watch it live. I was just like doing my own thing today and I ended up like turning it on. And I was just like, like I said earlier in the episode, they'd recap everything from this week. Like, it was just like boring. And it's like, really? Really? Oh, God. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm with you, man. So Friday should be a show of its own, not a recap show. It was like a clip show, basically. It's like a t- yeah. typical episode of television where they show the clips from the previous week of discussions. It's like, no. And of course, they talk. They were like teasing, like, should uh, should all the shows in the week be an hour long? What? No. <laughs> no. The thing about having a two-hour show is that you have a guest. There'll be a long time to talk to them and interview and ask them questions. And then, of course, the discussions about news and whatever's going on in your fucking lives. If it was hour-long like Fridays, you don't, you can't do much. Yeah. That's, yep. that's why our podcast is not an hour-long, because we talk a lot about what's going on during the week of Collider Live. Because you guys talk about a lot, and we like to talk about a lot. So it takes Yeah, a- and I tend to ramble, so our shows are long. So... It doesn't matter. I mean, two-hour shows are not bad. I mean, if you're into... Uh, not at all. Not at all. So, like, keep it... Don't... Only Fridays are fine. And, you know, even before seeing this uh, show, I had a dream. I had a dream that they announced that they're, like, Fridays and Fridays are, like, two-hour shows. I was like, oh, yay, two-hour shows on Friday! And I was like, wake up, and I was like, oh, that's not true. It's only an hour long. <laughs> What a bummer, dude. I was like, fuck. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm with you. I could go for two-hour shows on Friday. That'd be cool. I was like, I mean, what's what's the rush on Fridays? Like, you want to go, but what do you do on Fridays? You want to just, like, go to do other work? Or you just, like, fuck off and go home? I'm like, I don't know what they do on Fridays at Collider. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, two. I mean, it's they do it at 10 a.m. Pacific time. They do 10 a.m. to noon, and I'm thinking... That's not bad. If you want to, like, get up early, like, say 9, and do it till 11, that's fine for a Friday show. You could do that, but no, you just, like, uh, our show. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, they don't have anything else going on on Fridays, I don't think. I don't think so either. Like, I don't know what they're doing. It's just weird. It's like, do a two-hour show on Friday. Yeah, we would all listen to two hours for sure. We are already dedicating our lives to this show. This is why the podcast was made for us to watch this many hours. Uh, I mean, I'm just glad that they added Thursday and Friday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I felt I felt like I was missing something on Thursdays and Fridays. So yeah, of course. Um, like we mentioned, they clickbait us with the title card and title. Because they're like, oh, we're talking about Tarnmater, but no, they talked about wrestling, which we mentioned. Um, Zubily Zoo comes up again, and actually, Thad Williams is a fan of it. Watches every ep- she, he watched every episode of it back in the day. That does not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean... never but- even heard of this show, dude. I mean, never, never in my life have I heard of it or would I have ever thought that it would have existed. Well, this came out during... Okay, in in your context, in your lifetime, this came out, like, if I remember correctly, it was, like, the late 80s, early 90s, and you were, like, in a... 
you were like... Yeah, it'd have been 10, 11, 12. So, I mean, it wouldn't be like something... I mean, I think it's a show dedicated to younger kids beyond that, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be like your thing. Let me double check here. Uh, 65 and a... Eight, no, no, 86 to 87. Damn, was this PBS? No. It was made by Hallmark. Developed by Hallmark. Was it on network or was it on cable? It was syndication. It was syndicated. Oh. But see, and Bob Ross and, you know. And I thought, I thought, oh, here, sorry, let me rewind this. It says here, uh, several TV channels, including commercial network television stations, public television stations, the Learning Channel, and the Harmark Channel. So yeah, it was on. So it was on PBS at one point with because they did they did mention that it was filmed in Pittsburgh, on the same soundstage as Mister Rogers. Huh. Interesting. So, I'm no. glad I never knew it existed. No, and I wish I still knew it. Never. <laughs> uh, I wish I still never knew it existed. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never watched it, but I knew people who knew it. So. Like, my friends talk about it here and there. I was like, okay, really? Yeah, I know you grew up with it, but fuck off. It's a, it's a weird show. Um, but then then the fan base. Oh, my God, the fan base is amazing here because they, uh, one person on Twitter actually made the Zoobly Zoo horror trailer. Oh, that was great. At, uh, is the, the person at M9 Plays Games. Yeah, he... Um, on Twitter. Yeah, I, I was like, whoa. And I, and I saw another, I don't know, on the Facebook group, they shared s that one or somebody else made another horror trailer too as well, the Zoobly Zoo. I was like, all right. But here's the thing about this. And I'm surprised they didn't cover this on Collider Live, but okay. Now I'm going to take you back here because I don't know if you don't know this, but this is, this is, this is a show that came out before you were born, I think. Oh, shit. What the hell is it called? Yes, it was called the banana, the banana splits, the banana splits. What? So yeah, never heard of that. The banana splits was a live action variety program that had four funny animal characters and costumes. It it was Feagle, Bingo, Drooper, and Snorkel. So, but they're making a movie, a TV movie sci-fi and it's a horror movie so it's basically a group of people go into the studio of where their show is being taped and then shit happens between the characters and they have to escape the studio which okay that just sounds terrible it kind of does but it's like with the people making the zoobly zoo trailer this is exactly the same thing that sci-fi is doing with this it's like it's already being made but yeah it's just weird how shit like that comes up, and I know shit like that. <laughs> um, and then, yep, yeah, Pet Cemetery comes out this weekend, so Dorina saw it, and I'm kind of curious to see it because I'm a Stephen King fan. So, and I think I've seen the original film way back when, but I need to revisit it. Um, uh, yeah, there's two of them. I know there's a sequel. I, I know there's I know there's a sequel. I know Pet Cemetery yeah. too, but I I remember watching the original a while ago. It came out when I was. Furlong is in the sequel. 
Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I'm looking forward to seeing that, too. Yeah. I just, uh... I don't like it when... Like, uh... Like, Darina, like, I... 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 I would, uh... I would put some stock into her opinions on movies, you know? And I, I just don't like it when, like, I'm looking really forward to seeing Pet Cemetery, and then to hear someone who who, who uh, I'm inclined to listen to and take their opinions good say that, you know, it maybe wasn't the best or, or any kind of negative. I just, ah, grr, you know, dude, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When I'm looking forward to seeing something, I would either not hear anyone whom I trust say anything at all or just hear them say, yeah, that's awesome. But then uh, they got talking about Roddy Piper. Yeah, man. Uh, you Did you ever watch wrestling? So the only exposure that I did have on him was They Live. Ah, you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Ah, shoot, I don't. Oh, he he had a he had a small uh, recurring role on there, a couple two or three seasons. Uh, he played a character called the Maniac, who was a wrestler, and it it was really good. He was good on that. But yeah, Roddy Piper, that was a uh, that was pretty neat when they showed the video of the statue for him. But then they went into that video of the of the old show, old old long ago. Yep. Katie Sackoff on there with them. That's how old that went back. Yep. And uh, JT Frank with uh with Roddy Piper was great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was good. I, I got like almost teary eyed at that point because I was like thinking back on Piper and it was like, oh man, we lost a great man. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool, man. He was uh he was good. He was a good guy to watch in stuff, whether it be TV or movies or wrestling or whatever. Man, he was cool. Yeah, he was. He was like really cool. Um, so I think the person you were thinking of that called in about the wrestling ordeal was Brad Gilmore, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes. Yep. That's who it was. So here's the thing about the next caller, which I see. I was I was duped in as along with them because I thought it was Kurt Russell, but who? Okay, the mystery is who did the impersonation of Kurt Russell then? Yeah, I don't know. Some had a theory on the face in the Facebook fan group, but I fucking it spaced who they thought it was. But yeah, I I mean, if it were the imper the impression the impersonation was spot on, dude. But the thing that gave it away for me was that uh, Christian kept calling him Mr. Russell and not Kurt. Right. Because at first I was like, dude, that sounds just like him. Could it really be? But then they kept saying Mr. Russell, and I was like, yeah, they're doing that so they don't get in trouble somehow. See, okay, I can see that point of view. But it was just like I was duped in. I was like, Holy shit, like, and the Cody was, like, so serious, like, hey, guys, we got a celebrity calling in. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I was like, I was duped in. I was like, really? They got Kurt Russell to just, like, call in because it was just like, but say, okay, I, hey, I didn't look this up. Is, is Kurt Russell going to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, he's not. And that was another thing that I was like, 
I was like, what? Tarantino movies? I was like, yeah, what he's what is he wait, what is he filming then? Like I'm trying to remember did he he did mention yeah, he did it's like wait, I'm can What? Yeah. No, it is listed. He is listed. He is listed. I'm li- just now googling it myself. He is listed. Is he listed? He it is listed. Hold on, let me hold on. Kurt Russell. Okay, wait. Okay, cast. Additional. Okay, it's it's under the additional because Martin Cove is in the film as well, as he revealed um, from last time. So yeah, it's listed under additional. Tim Roth, Kurt Russell, Michael Madsen, uh, Martin Cove. It lists a bunch of other people, but not with a with a role per se. So okay, now it's becoming more believable then because it's like if they if. This is really troubling. Like, it's like, is it real or is it fake? Who is impersonating Kurt Russell if, it, if it's impersonation? But if it was a real celebrity call, if it was really Kurt Russell calling in, it, it just boggles me. It, it had to be an impersonation, but it did sound just fucking like him, dude. It did. I mean, it was good. It was. It sounded just like him. And it just, like... And I understand, like, with them calling it Mr. Russell, because it's, like, a celebrity. It's a high-caliber, you know, standing. It's, like, you don't, you know, they don't get, they don't get, they don't get, they don't get calls as much from celebrities. So, it's, like, like, if they're, if, like, if they had Kurt Russell in the studio, like, talking face-to-face, they'll maybe say Kurt. But if it was over the phone, it's, like, yeah. Mr. Russell, it kind of makes sense. So, yeah, I'm kind of, like, but then it, I don't know. I just don't know. I am kind of curious to see if that unfolds next week because that call might have influenced Christian to watch the thing. You never know, man. Or he already watched it when he was a kid. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You and your fucking theories. But, (laughs) But, yeah, that... I mean, even though I was sitting there like, this isn't Kurt Russell, I will admit, I was still like, is it? I, the mystery's there, and we'll just have to find out if they ever mention it again in the future. Uh, or if that person calls in again. Who knows um, if it is Kurt Russell or not. Um, that is it for After Live. Oh, boy. And we still managed to get it in two hours still. Just the two of us. Well, that's fine. Because like we established, we love doing this for you guys. Talking about Collider Live and all the exclusive details for you. Yeah, for sure. Love the show. Love the fan base, man. It's great. It is like one of the best fan bases out there. And we're part of it. And we love to talk about Collider Live. Uh, So let me plug a few things. We're going to plug, plug, plug away. First off, just a reminder that this is a production by Josh the Merc Raynar. He is the Merc with a Movie Blog. You can follow him on Facebook and YouTube at Merc with a Movie Blog. On Twitter and Instagram, he's Movie Blog Merc. And in his website, go check it out. It's www.mercwithamovieblog.com. This podcast, if you're listening to it, is on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts. And he is uploading 
episodes, hopefully, to YouTube. I know the interview that we did with David B. and Theron is up on his YouTube. Definitely check that out. Yep. It was a good interview, too. Wade, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at jwade1134. All right. Go follow him. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. Follow me, and we'll follow you back probably if you're pretty cool. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.